Welcome to the Assemblée Dance Studio podcast, your go-to source for bite-sized lessons in growing and running your dance studio. I'm your host, Claire O'Shea, and I'm a dance studio owner and business coach, helping you grow your dance studio simply and successfully so you can reach more students, grow your business, and become the go-to dance studio in your area. Want to grab a free copy of my Dance Studio Growth Marketing eBook? Sign up for a free copy today of the ebook 97 Simple Strategies to Grow Your Dance Studio by going to assembledancestudiocoaching.com forward slash marketing ebook. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. And don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss any of my episodes released weekly. Hey guys, it's Claire O'Shea here and welcome back to another episode of the Assemblée Dance Studio Coaching Podcast. In today's episode, we are going to be touching on the different steps or the processes that you can start or even the traditions that you can create in your studio to encourage your senior students or assistant teachers to become not full-time, but maybe full-time, but full-blown, grown-up dance teachers within your business. So we all know for most of us, it's been really hard to find committed, well-trained, exceptional dance teachers that we are proud of to have in our businesses. For some people, it's not. Um, I'm very lucky and very blessed. But it has been a process and there has been times where I've had to employ people that I really was unsure about. And again, it did not work out for me. So After having these experiences, I've been quite picky in the way that I find new team members, but one of the best ways that I have been able to grow our team organically is through nurturing and encouraging our senior students through our Power Up program. So I'm going to touch uh, on those topics today. And if you're interested in finding the most magical team members to join your studio, be sure to listen to today's episode. So before we jump into the exact steps that I've taken and the traditions and things that you could set up at your studio to grow really amazing teachers organically, I want to just read a little review about the podcast. So we would love for you to leave a review on Apple Podcasts would be amazing or share with a friend. So this review comes from uh, a fellow dance studio owner, uh, the wonderful Jane, and she is a business coach as well. So Jane has said that Claire has an easy and open style, which is refreshing and encouraging to listen to. Her openness to share her knowledge is admirable as we all continue to work to be the best DSOs we can be. So that is so lovely. Thank you so much, Jane, for leaving that review. I appreciate you so much. You can find Jane um, on socials by looking up Dance Studio Success. So she has her own uh, podcast called At The Bar, as well as an amazing uh, assistant teacher program. So many of you would already know about that. So thank you, Jane, for that lovely review. And you guys can find more about Jane there. But in the meantime, we would love for you to please leave a review. So we all know that finding the right team members for our dance studio can be really tricky. It has something that over my last 10 years as a business owner has been really challenging. There's been times where I've had teachers that I was just like, wildly unhappy with unfortunately but there is sometimes where you really just feel like you don't have any other option you can't take any more classes you can't find the right person to hire so you sort of just have to find the best fit for the moment um, which is not always a really 
good place to come from and actually it's definitely not a good place to come from but again sometimes you just need to make the best out of a situation which I've been there and I just know how hard it is so now I'm I'm lucky that I can be more picky because I do have uh, full-time team members as well as a wide range of staff across our locations who really want more hours so I'm so so blessed to have them but I like I'm fully aware that I also put a lot of time and energy into nurturing them and trying to create a really amazing um, work atmosphere so they want to work with me and for me versus somewhere <laughs> else. So Mariah's also here joining us today. And I guess like Mariah's a little bit different. Mariah was not a student of mine, but you started with me you were pretty young, what were we talking oh, yeah. about four years ago. Yeah. And I, you were still I like think. quite fresh teaching oh, yeah. and very nervous. Yes, I was so nervous, especially in the interview part. That was scary. I'm not. No, scary. you're not scary, but just in you were just in general yeah. scary. So, um, yeah, no, I think yeah, I was with you when I like fully started like my teaching side of oh, things. Oh, of course, and you were an adult. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I had done a few classes before, but not like as part of a like a dance school that's you know weekly yeah. and you know concerts and like the full thing yeah. um but yeah definitely having um you know meetings check-ins mm. and just having the other teachers around you also being like how did you manage that mm. and like we set time to do that yeah and I think that was really helpful in growing and um and I suppose you learn like the values you know you the see business. them through yeah. through the people that are there the children and everything you, you start to like click on mm. you know what the values are and um yeah but as a business owner as well I try and to make that quite explicit Clear, yeah um but I guess in terms from my point of view yes I checked in with Mariah and I did reviews of her teaching and things but there is some people who also take to teaching a lot more naturally than mm-hmm. others so I didn't really have to provide you too much mm-hmm. feedback in terms of structure um, or, you know, something that you were doing that I was displeased yeah. with. I was always really happy. I think that in general, because Mariah's um, genre is hip-hop, yeah. we've talked about with all of the hip-hop teachers in general how to add more structure and um, flow to a class, again, to make yeah. it uh, a really well-rounded class. And that wasn't just you in general. Mm. It was just something we worked on as a group. Mm. And over that time as well, like you hadn't worked with – little people yeah. so you started working with the juniors and yeah. quite young kids and you didn't think that you were going to enjoy that no I honestly thought I would be like no nah, get me out of here <laughs> but they've honestly become one of my favorite classes and I think uh, like as I was saying before there's people in our team that have obviously they work with minis mm. and juniors and so they have advice and mm-hmm. I think yeah as time goes on you you get how to teach them and the structure that works with them too but having those people um, around like your teachers and, and your business owner as well to help you and guide you and you're just ever evolving. Mm. But I think sort of just kind of mm-hmm. drawing down on what you were saying, new teachers, and Mariah wasn't, again, a child or anything, no. but you, you, relatively fresh. Yes. Um, so providing multiple touch points, mm-hmm. check-ins, training, other team members, if possible, to mentor is a great way if you as a studio owner can't get around. Or like, for instance, like hip hop, I, I can do hip hop, but it's not my specialty. Mm-hmm. It's not something that I'm particularly the best at. Yeah. So I didn't want to be, and I don't really, I don't have any um, feedback in terms of like 
the the skills that Mariah's including and in, in the technique where I probably would have a lot more to say in terms of jazz and tap and ballet potentially. Yeah. But you still have about like structure wise, mm. like it's still like all the same. And even like when we'd have those get together days and we would have like speakers, for example, coming on and we would have um, like Claire's husband come and talk about how to do a warm up. Mm. And you just, you You're know, like, oh, yeah, it's just a light bulb. And mm. even though you know that it's important. Yeah. But even yeah. like when Kurt came and did that session, like you just kind of you just do things the way that you've done them until someone kind of gives you the information yes. to do otherwise. Yes. So that's what we're really about, empowering. And that's why I encourage you owners to include their own training no matter what because you have your own take on something um, and you want to be instilling that knowledge or your point of view to your team mm -hmm. so that they can like push forward and then spread your message to more people as a result. So let's bring it back to the senior students. So again, we have a growing team and I, I use my team as an example because I guess it's the easiest way for me to provide context to you guys. So we have a team of about 15, mm -hmm. um, including me. Yes, yes, including me. And that is a range of full-time um, management positions, admin positions and casual Jeez teachers yeah. across five locations yeah five across five locations so there's a lot going on some days we are running from four locations with up to six seven staff potentially yes. so you can imagine if one or two people are sick it's or away on holidays it does create a bit of a ripple effect mm -hmm. so calling up uh assistant teachers uh, relief teachers is something that we have to do a lot. So we always want to have though a really a solid base of those uh, relief or sub teachers because even though yes they're not their regular teacher, you don't want a really like dodgy or yeah. unqualified person. It just brings the value and the like quality of your class down. And I know sometimes you just you don't have mm -hmm. any other option other than to pop someone in who's going to do a good enough job. But imagine if you just had a just a selection of teachers to choose from at any given day. Yeah. It would be a dream. And it is something that you can start to nurture at your studio and grow. So what we have at our studio is a teacher training program and we call it the Power Up Program because we are dance energy and we like to have many themed <laughs> things play around about energy. energy. <laughs> so, so this is a program that we've created in-house that nurtures our assistant teachers through a step-by-step -step process of how to become a dance teacher. So it's not as involved. Um, in Australia, we have like TAFE or TAE courses, I think they're called, mm -hmm where you can get like a Cert 3 or a Cert 4 or a diploma in like dance teaching and management. It is nowhere near as involved as that. It's not a formal accreditation. It is something that we run in-house and it includes, again, really specific stuff about our studio, the yes. way we structure classes, the values that we have for children. So if these people were going away to teach at the Queensland Ballet, it would be very confusing because mm. a massive way that we teach teaching is all about fun and um oh not to say sorry that the Queensland Valley yeah. is not fun <laughs> but I, again for them probably excellence and yes. all of that is a huge factor okay, yeah. where we that's not a priority slash a value of ours mm. we don't expect the kids to be like phenomenal we yeah. expect them to have fun and to improve so yeah. that's a main focus for us so we again are creating content to teach them how to teach in the way that 
we value. And so we're creating the most wonderful teachers again because they are seeing the, uh, our teachers model that now and then they're feeling really confident going into doing that. So they have uh, set classes that they attend each week. We have a term meeting, um, a training at the start of the year. We yeah. encourage them. To, we also, they run a workshop yeah. throughout the year, which is really, really fun. And then they work sort of with their teacher mentor to take on more responsibilities in the class, whether it be choreography, warm up, taking the role. They just, depending on the teacher and the age of the um, assistant teacher, it really depends on the, the, this, yeah, the specifics. So that's something that I really encourage you guys to look at. Or there is a huge, um, there is really fantastic programs out there already that are created. So depending on your location and your values, um, your the cost, there's already assistant teacher programs that you could purchase and then run in your business as a potential revenue builder, but also as a way to grow future team members. So if you don't have something like this in place, I would encourage you to look at your senior, your in intermediate teachers, uh, sorry, intermediate students at the moment. You know, anyone from like 12 up mm -hmm. is going to be a, a perfectly fine age to start this program. It might not be, you know, fine for them to take their own class, but, you know, being in the classroom with you or another teacher would be a great way for them uh, to get in and sort of learn the ropes as well as potentially become a really valuable assistant teacher that you might pay or in the lead up to taking their own classes. So again, we have them learn certain things about the body and the warm up, safety, again, our values, inclusion, different ways to deal with um, and work with students potentially that have an injury or an additional a learning need that we might need extra support with. You know, sometimes we have to set them little research assignments to find out what someone with autism means mm -hmm. or, um, you know, someone who might have a, a hearing issue. And because that, as a child, they might not understand, but like what's language that's inclusive and how can we involve them uh, just as much as all of the other students in the class. Yeah. And another great thing that I um, have worked, because I have an assistant teacher in my class, um, that's really helped is when trial students come, mm. they're, they're giving that sort of one-on-one um, -on -one. One -on -one with them and that the trial student loves it because obviously they're nervous and, mm. you know, not in their comfort zone and that teacher knows everything in classroom and includes them and helps them. Whereas the, you know, the the main teacher is trying to teach and, you know, do that job. Continue the class. Yeah. So it's like there's a, a person there and they're starting to learn, you know, how to onboard a trial. Like, you know, mm. you know what I mean? They're learning the insides of the business at the same time because, well, yeah, they want to get that person enrolled too. So, mm. yeah, it's just like very, very good to um, teach them mm. in your studio. Yeah. Absolutely. And so then like even – touching back on our when we were talking about our new year planning session part of when we were doing our timetable review was okay from the teachers that are in our assistant program at the moment is there anyone ready to step up and take their own class and sometimes yes there's someone really clearly that would be able to do that and then sometimes again there's more interim things that we do so often once they've been an assistant for quite a few years they're potentially grade 11 grade 12 at school yes. um really like high school I'm not sure what you call it in America but like nearly graduating yeah you're 11 and 12 that's yeah. like yeah. I don't know you know how they have like sophomore. I, I know, know I don't know what the grad no no I don't know senior senior year yeah let's go with that grade 11 and 12 12, 12. <laughs> grade 12 <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, anyway, they're getting older. They're like 16 or 17 years old, sometimes 18 depending. So if they're not ready to take their own class yet, sometimes what we do is we get them to co-teach with another assistant teacher. So it really allows, you know, more more bodies in the classroom, more people to be helping with uh, structure and keeping everything moving forward. What a main thing is that I often try and put them with myself or potentially my studio manager who's full-time to be able to mentor them one-on-one with them being the lead teacher and me being able to give really specific feedback each week Mm -hmm. until I'm comfortable to take a step back. So then I might just pop in throughout the class for a little bit and then I might go every second week until I slowly just pull myself back to doing like that monthly check-in like I do with everybody else. So it's definitely not something that I'm just like, bam, like you're in the class, see you later, have a great life because quality is important and I want them not to be overwhelmed but I also want the quality of the class to be exceptional so that's something to uh, look at so you have your again you can either create your own program or have a program that you run to kind of create and do this assistant teaching program and then you want to have steps to get them into your studio as a working teacher or a relief teacher in whatever capacity um, that you're comfortable with and so you know those constant check-ins and feedback are really really important to give them things to improve on uh, and also to make you feel confident with them in the classroom. So it is a really, really valuable thing. Our team has grown organically and we have um, three people currently on staff that were all previous senior 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 students. So, and potentially moving up to five or six next year, we have the intentions of, they don't know who they are yet, but I'm excited to tell them (laughs) because I think they'll be so pumped. And it's again, such a really beautiful tradition that we can have at the studio and showing younger generations and parents at the studio, how much people love to stay and work is a really, really great retention tool as well. So that's, a bit of an insight into how we structure that and how we get them to transition into teaching at the studio. So if you have any further questions, be sure to reach out to us on social media. Our Facebook and Instagram handle is at Assemblée Dance Studio Coaching. Please remember to leave us a five-star review (laughs) so we can uh, share that on our next episode. We will be touching in very soon with some listener dilemmas as well as some points on how to add revenue to your studio straight away and very quickly so if you are interested in that info be sure to listen to our future episodes next week and the week after and in the meantime i hope you have a fantastic week thank you for joining us mariah no worries and i look forward to speaking with you guys really soon bye for now thank you for listening to the assemblée dance studio coaching podcast with your host me claire o'shea if you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast please share it on your stories on instagram and tag the show or leave a rating and review to catch all the latest from me you can follow me on instagram and facebook at assemblée dance studio coaching tune in next week for another episode all about helping you grow your dance studio simply and successfully so you can reach more students grow your business and become the go-to dance studio in your area. See you then.